Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Joining me on the Eagle, Dennis DeYoung. Certainly a solo fame, but you can't uh, say that name without saying sticks. And it's great to catch up with you, Dennis. How you doing? Nick, it's good to be with you. You know, I've been I've been seriously uh, looking at real estate to coming down and living in Florida. <laughs> Come on down, man. There's plenty of room, and uh, I will tell I am, you. I'm, you know, I was down. I'm down in the Naples area, looking down there. Well, we'd love to have and, you in uh, Tampa Bay. That's be the. These are the Florida connections this morning. I'm gonna be playing at the happiest place on earth starting tomorrow night, Thursday, and Halloween. Cool. Can you believe that? I'm coming down. In fact, when we're done with this conversation, I'm getting on an airplane. Wow. Well, you'll always have fun uh, at Disney. You know that. It's always a blast. There's so much to do, so much to see there. But let's catch up with you. What What have you been up to? I, I got some questions about uh, uh, the days with sticks, but I want to find out what you've been up to currently. Well, um, we're talking today because um, Access TV came to me last, uh, well, last, let me see, last February and asked me to do be part of a TV show. And um, it's called the Headliners Club. And we went to the uh, the El Rey Theater in Los Angeles, and we filmed the show there. It, essentially what it is is a Sticks Greatest Hits show with this band I have. We do all the hits. It's the first time all the hits have been in one package live. And we did it for Access TV. It actually aired on um, the 21st, last Tuesday. And they'll probably air it again. And then Frontiers Records came in, and they made it into a into a DVD, a Blu-ray, and a two-CD package. And so that's what I'm here talking about today. But I just wanted to say that uh, I'm very excited about the project. We uh, this band I have, we like, like I said, we do all the songs: Lady Babe, Best of Times, Come Sail Away, Don't Let It End, The Mr. Roboto, Renegade, Blue Collar Man, all of them. And uh, we're, we're pretty excited about the whole thing. We're talking to Dennis DeYoung of Styx, uh, who's going to be at Disney here uh, very, very soon. And uh, Dennis, I want to ask you, there's that time in rock and roll from mid-70s, certainly mid-80s and a bit beyond, where the music of Styx and Foreigner and Boston uh, is was just so immensely popular and continues to really be very near and dear to the heart of baby boomers. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, Nick, I lived at the greatest time in the history of mankind to be a musician. I don't think never before I know that, and and I don't think never after, ever after, will so many musicians have the opportunities that a bunch of us had during that period of time um, to have these long and fruitful careers. I think we were lucky by birth because at that moment in time, music really was the focus of young people. You had all these baby boomer kids who were coming up, and they had spendable income, and there we were making these records. Unlike today, where there are so many distractions, you know, for people from the internet to video games to you name it, we were at that sweet spot. In, in uh, and I think, in, in yeah. historically speaking, yep. and uh, you know, for the, for the guys and gals that lived there, the ones who wrote some good songs, people still like good songs, and I think that's why the music has had the ability to last. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. It's just like it's it's woven into the fabric of of the baby boomers' existence. I mean, there's just no question about it. How how deeply they revere that that time of their life and that music is always special to them. Yeah, well, music was central to their lives, and as it was to mine, and it really began more or less with the Beatles. 
Yeah. You know, I remember watching him on Ed Sullivan and thinking, hey, that looks like a good gig. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I really proceeded from that point on to try to become, a, you know, a rock and roll musician. The band was formed, Sticks was formed, the, the crux of it in 1962 in my basement when the Panazzo brothers who lived across the street from me and myself got together. So we were actually uh, fooling around in a band before we even seen the Beatles. The Beatles came a couple years later. But after we saw that, we knew exactly what it is we wanted to do. Didn't we all? Didn't we all? Uh, a question about today's music, Dennis, and, and I want to know specifically how you feel about about shows like uh, uh, American Idol, uh, I forget the other one, The Voice, uh, and, and there's others. Uh, do you think that's going to spawn the kind of talent we, we, we had in the 70s, or do you think, I know some folks are, are fond of those shows, other folks have missed, mixed emotions. What's your opinion? Well, I think those shows those shows are essentially singing shows. Those are those are songs dedicated to the talent and the art of singing more than anything else. Obviously, there's other things in play, like they become popularity contests based on the human beings involved, but they're singing contests. And I, I've never had any problem with anyone because um, what happened after the great bands of the 70s and the early 80s is the, the style of singing in, in rock bands went in a different direction. During those days that I'm talking about, you had guys like Freddie, Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. and, and myself, and mm-hmm. you had Don Henley and Glenn Fry, and you had uh, Steve Walsh, and you had Brad Delp, and my guy, you had Lou Graham. You had real, oh, Steve Perry. Think of the singers. Yeah, you're right. In that era, and those were those guys were closer, certainly much closer to the kind of people that sing on these singing shows than the kind of singers. Uh, that have been in rock bands since like like the late '80s and '90s and into 2000. Mm-hmm. The whole style of singing changes, and I think that the, the the reason for the popularity of these singing shows is because it reminds people how much they love singers. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, well, I see this current crop, and I go, yeah, you know, some great voices and stuff, but it's just, I don't know, it's a little hollow for me. Although every now and then, like I said, yeah, great voice, but there's still something I don't know missing for me in, in all of those shows. That's because you grew up in an era where the bands were self-contained. Yep. They wrote their own music for yep. the most part and sang their songs. But this is more of a return to the old days when Sinatra and Tony Bennett and Barbra Streisand, some of the great singers of our time, they didn't write those songs. They were just singers. So you're right to feel the way you feel. But this is a different animal. These 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 kids don't pretend to be the next uh, the great songwriters of the 21st century. They're just singers. So I think you have to judge it on that level. Dennis, uh, I want to uh, talk again about uh, this this thing you're doing at Disney. Before we do, though, any uh, aspirations to return to the musical Broadway stage? I know you did Hunchback of uh, Notre Dame. You want to do something like that again? Well, uh, funny you ask because uh, 101 Dalmatians. I wrote the score to that thing. It's going to be a, a theatrical uh, rights worldwide has just taken it, and they're going to um, they're going to make it available to all over the world to theater groups all over the world to do a, an, a, an updated version of that. And, but, and listen, I came to Broadway by accident when Sticks on, um, um, broke up in 1992. Now we didn't break up; we couldn't get a record deal, so we just decided <laughs> to wait it out. Yeah, and. Um, I went to my, my sister-in-law's wedding. She was marrying a guy I'd never met before. I went out there. He was the, the, the um, executive producer of Jesus Christ Superstar, the 25th anniversary um, you know, tour. And he asked me at the wedding to be Pontius Pilate in that tour. And I said, hey, Forbes, are you serious? You know, every once, every once in a while, you should empty your bong water. What's wrong with you? So, <laughs> yeah. He was dead serious about it, and he convinced me to do it. That's how I got involved in Broadway. I never aspired to do it. 
And then after somebody saw me do it in L.A., play pilot, <clears throat> they offered me a deal at Atlantic to make a Broadway album. So while I'm doing this, I decided, hey, maybe I'll try to write one of these things as a writer. So that's how I got, you know, I got involved. Not that I was like, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, in my bathtub at nine years old singing show tunes. I had no interest. I wanted to be wow. in the Beatles and be in a rock band, but it was kind of like a gig that dropped in my lap, and so I ran with it. Cool. Well, they're going to give us the wrap-up here pretty quick. Dennis, you're going to be over at Disney when? Cool, man. Well, it's always great catching up with you, Dennis, and uh, continued success and enjoy Mickey's uh, Mickey's Funhouse. What about those Buccaneers? What's going on down there? <laughs> Don't you start. Coach Lovey Smith down there well, now. Well, I, you know, I guess I could turn this around and ask about your Chicago Bears, but we'll leave it at that, Dennis. Oh, God, we're in the same boat. <laughs> we are, and we're going to be playing one another before long. All right. All right. Good talking to you again, buddy. Bye-bye. nail salon and grocery store wait she's at the nail salon and the grocery store i'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store groceries through instacart delivered to my door i don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store 